I've recognized the significance of even the things I've experienced as it pertains to money, because I need you to know I've experienced everything as it pertains to money, everything. I've lost it all. I've gained it all. I've had it stolen, all the things. And I've experienced all of them because part of my mandate is to be Moses for entrepreneurs to bring them into the millions promised land, if you will. listening to the Move to Millions podcast with Dr. Darnell Jervy Harmon, the place to be for high-level conversations about all things millions. Your mission, mindset, methodologies, mandate, movement, messaging, marketing, metrics, and most definitely your money. I am your host, spiritual business growth coach, Dr. Darnell J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews and business growth strategy to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. If you're ready to move to your next level everything, let's get this party started. This episode is powered by Move to Millions Live. Listen to me. We are coming up on Black Friday, which means we've got some amazing bonuses for you. When you get your ticket this weekend, all the details are waiting for you now at movetomillionsevent.com. I am so excited to be back with you for another episode on the Move to Millions podcast. This one is extra special because I literally just celebrated my 48th birthday. Okay, y'all, first and foremost, I'm 48. Like, that is crazy to me. (laughs) I cannot even really fathom. I had a conversation with my mom on my birthday. She calls me with her craziness. Yes, this is the woman who gave birth to you on November the 16th. And we just really chatted about the fact that I just turned 48. I am officially closer to 50 than I am to 45. And y'all know I was holding on to 45 with everything that I had. But I'm going to be honest, since my birthday came in this week, I have felt such a tremendous rush of peace. Peace, first and foremost, because of my father, because he gives me peace that surpasses all understanding. And secondly, peace because I have lived such amazing existence and I'm not done yet. I'm so excited and so grateful for what I have experienced over the last 48 years. In a lot of ways, I was a late bloomer. In a lot of ways, I was early to the party. I am a high achiever. Once I put my mind on something, it is going to come into my life experience. That's just who I am. It's who I be. It's who I've always been. And so as I've been reflecting over the last few days, at the time of recording this episode, I have been 48 for two days. (laughs) I am going to share with you some of the things that I do at my new year, my personal new year, in order to continue to solidify the journey that I'm on. I am very intentional. I am also doing my best today to live as a surrendered vessel. So I want to even talk about that a little bit. And I wanted to share with you like what What I do, one of the questions I get a lot, especially now that the book is out, shout out to everybody who has gotten their copy or 10 or 50 of Move to Millions. 
the proven framework to become a million dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. You now have the book. You probably now know why I kept saying this is the book I was born to write. You know that now. And so having the book come out a week before my 48th birthday is like amazing to me. It was the gift that kept on giving, the gift that I didn't even know I needed. It has been, as you've heard me share in a few previous episodes, it's been a trying season in a lot of ways. My best times have been colliding with my worst times. And we know that when that happens, the incredible in you is being defined, but it's not always easy. But coming into 48, there's just this tremendous rush of peace. And I'll be honest, literally up into the wire until 11.59 p.m. on November the 15th, I was having a minute. I was not in it. And then literally I crossed over and this peace just enveloped me. And it's made all the difference. It will continue to make all of the difference. So my biggest reflection on year 47 And coming into year 48 is that who I am is not defined by what I do, what I achieve, and even who I be in proximity to. Who I am is a recognition fully of the vessel that God created me to be. I think about that scripture. I say it all the time when I speak. And if I'm on podcast, Jeremiah 1 and 5, before I was formed in my mother's womb, 48 years ago, God knew me. He approved me. And year 47 was such a solidification of that. It was a solidification because a lot of things came at me in year 47. It was not a sunshine and rainbows year. I've had sunshine and rainbows years. Even in year 46 and losing my father, that overarching was a really good year. 47 was a really trying year. Many of the things that I believed were called into question for me to be able to validate and stand boldly and flat-footed on my beliefs and what I knew to be true above anything else, because a lot of things were called into question. And you know, greatness is questioned before it's celebrated. And so I've recognized that in myself this year, that I experienced a lot of questioning. Some of it self-inflicted, some of it others focused and others inflicted, but I recognized that who I am, listen, I'm built to last. I am here. I am here to take up space, to take up a lot of space. And it just feels so amazing. Now, every year as a part of my birthday, well, number one, I do not work on my birthday. That is my mom's job, right? She was working that day. So Well, I think I made an exception one year. I had a speaking opportunity that I couldn't pass up because it was in front of a massive audience. And so I actually worked on my birthday. But outside of that, I make it my business to spend the day in complete and utter self-care. So that looks like a day at the spa. So on Thursday, November the 16th, which is my actual birthday, I got up early. I started with my normal thing, what I do first thing when I wake up my time and gratitude and visualization and just sitting in the significance of another year, a year that was a lot of things, but a a year that continued to validate who I be. 
Then I got up and walked Lady. And oh my gosh, y'all, I don't know where you live as you're listening to this, but in Delaware, I live in Newcastle, Delaware. November 16th has never been as warm as I can recollect as it was this year. 70 degrees on my birthday. What a gift. What a gift. It was like all of the rain that had happened even up into moments before were all canceled out by that beautiful sunshine that came shining through. Thank you, Lord. Now that you've got your copy of Move to Millions, the proven framework to become a million-dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind, you're probably already asking yourself, what should you do next? Move to Millions Live is coming. It is the live event experience for million-dollar CEOs and million-dollar CEOs in the making. And you have a distinct opportunity right now to grab your ticket and to take advantage of our powerful Black Friday bonuses. When you get your ticket on Black Friday, you're going to get the best deal and more than $10,000 worth of bonuses to join us live at The Experience. That is a call to your first or next millions. Go now to move to millionsevent.com to get all the details. So grateful. I had an amazing day. I went to the spa. I had a facial. I had a massage. I was supposed to get a pedicure and get my nails done, but time ran out. I ended up going to lunch with one of my besties. I mean, we've just been friends for a lot of years and had an amazing lunch that ran over, which was totally okay because we were catching up. So I missed my pedicure appointment. I'm going to go this weekend to get my pedicure. And then I came home and I went to an amazing dinner with my husband. And all day I was just enveloped by love. There's so much love, so much outpouring, so many emails, so many text messages, so many DMs on Instagram. It's just beautiful. It's just such a beautiful, beautiful day. So for me, on my birthday, there are three things. And it it doesn't happen on my birthday per se. So for instance, again, today I'm recording this on November the 18th. You guys will listen to this on November the 20th of 2023. And today is when I will get into my the rest of my birthday. Like I typically don't do it on the actual day because I'm being celebrated. But the weekend of my birthday, I like to be reflective. And this year I made a very conscious decision not to go away for my birthday. Now, If you've been rocking with me for a minute, then you know I got married five days before my 42nd birthday. So November 11th is my anniversary. And so normally we take a trip that spans anniversary and birthday at the same time. This year, consciously did it. Now we were in Las Vegas last week, which covered our anniversary, but I just, I wanted to be settled. I didn't want to be moving around so that I could really sit in the significance of where I am at this point in time in my life. So today, November the 18th, I'm recording this episode for you. And then I'm going to go in and do the rest of the things that I do as a part of my birthday reflection. So I'm going to get out my journal. I like to active listen journal. So I will pose a question to God and I like to sit in the emptiness until I get a clear answer. And that is what I write down. So I will do that to reflect about what God is saying to me for my next year. So there used to be a point in time in my journey where I would live for the prophet to give me a birthday word. 
Well, I know how to go to God for myself. I know how to hear God for myself. We teach our clients and we have a class that every client gets to take called hearing the voice of God so that they can learn how to hear God for themselves. So I'm going to sit and hear God for myself, for what he is saying for me, for my 48th year. I'm going to fast. Today will be a day of fasting just so that I can hear what it is that God is saying. I'm also listening intently for him to give me my word for the next year. See, a lot of people pick their word on January the 1st. I pick my word on November the 16th, like, or in that corridor. So November the 18th. I do that because my happy new year starts now. And so I want to go into the calendar new year already settled into my focus, my word of the year. So I will spend some time on that. And then I will spend some time working on my vision board. Now I keep a decade board. So that means the current board that I'm envisioning and living off of is my 40 to 50 board, right? So it's what's going to happen in a 10 year span. I'm going to evaluate it and I'm going to see at year 48, what are the things that we've already experienced and what are the things that we haven't so that I can set some clear intentions of what needs to be on my mind, in my psyche, in my spirit in year 48, because we've only got two years left to influence this decade board. So that's a big part of what I do as a part of my birthday. I like to sit in the significance of all that has transpired. One of the activities that I do with my clients every 90 days when we have our retreat, I call it celebrating your incredible factor. Because I think as entrepreneurs and high achievers, we're so busy achieving and not busy enough celebrating. And so I am going to spend some time, spend some time doing that activity for myself. Like over the last year, what are the things we're celebrating? What are the things that we're grateful for? What are the things that we desire more of as we move into year 48? Hopefully that helps you. If you don't have a birthday exercise that you complete, then maybe this can become yours. I also wanted to share, I have three favorite numbers, <laughs> five and seven and 11 are my three favorite numbers. I wanted to share seven reflections, lessons, keys, keys for living as I think about this 48th birthday with you. These are just some of the keys and lessons that I like to reflect on throughout the course of the year and that have helped me to really anchor into who I am. So as I celebrate my 48th birthday, I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for life. I'm even grateful for the adversity that I've experienced this year. I'm grateful for love. I'm grateful for my business. I'm grateful for my team. I'm grateful for my clients. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful to be who I get to be for the other people whose life I get to be in. And I'm grateful to be Darnell Jervy Harmon. I'm grateful to have accomplished everything that I've accomplished. And more importantly, I'm grateful for what is yet to come that I haven't even scratched the surface. I'm grateful for that. As I enter into this next chapter of my life, I'm clear, I'm confident, and I'm unapologetic about who I am and the success and the favor that God has placed on my life. As the saying goes, favor ain't fair. And even when I am experiencing disruptions, I can still see the favor of God. And so I just wanted to share with you 
some reflections, my top seven life lessons, life reflections that I think are going to allow you to know me better. If you have my book and you're reading my book, you know the book is part memoir. So that means I put my business in the street. <laughs> and and business that I, of course, am working through in, in therapy in my own practice, feel comfortable sharing. But I do believe in the significance of being vulnerable and transparent, especially when you want to lead people into transformation. And so you're going to be reading about a lot of things that have happened in my life. Small snippets, powerful nonetheless, and very, very clear that sharing those things with you are such an important part of my journey. So here are my top seven reflections as I move into year 48. Number one, surrender is my most important strategy. I was not always a surrendered vessel. For a very long time in my life, I have lived from the space of needing to be in control. There are probably some, like my husband, who would say that I still am a control freak, recovering control freak, let's say that. But it is getting easier and easier every single day to sit in the seat of surrender and to just be clear and state my intentions, but then to detach from any and all outcomes and to trust that me stating it and coming into covenant with God in the universe is enough for it to transpire the way that is for my best and highest good. Like we can do all the planning we want and we should as business owners, right? But there still needs to be an element of surrender even after we've laid the plan, because that is how God can do even more, right? So like I've got my fingers balled up. And those of you who will see these little snippet videos, you'll see this. And if I am in control, I can't let anything else in. But when I release, when I surrender, when I allow for the possibility that what I think is the best may not be the best, That surrender envelops me and it creates an entirely different possibility. So surrender, number one, is my most important strategy. Number two, money is spiritual before it's significant. I'm going to do a whole episode (laughs) on this because I need people to understand. And now that the book is out in the world and, you know, my mandate is for money, I'm a profit for profit. I'm getting more and more comfortable with saying that and believing it and living to it and being it as a profit for profit and having this anointing for money and being able to see what's possible for somebody with money. I recognize the significance of even the things I've experienced as it pertains to money, because I need you to know I've experienced everything as it pertains to money, everything. I've lost it all. I've gained it all. I've had it stolen, all the things. And I've experienced all of them because Part of my mandate is to be Moses for entrepreneurs to bring them into the millions promised land, if you will. And so in order for me to be able to do that, I have to have experience with the things that my people are going to experience on the journey to making, moving, and leaving millions. And so recognizing that money is spiritual. Money is a, it's about the way you see God and about the way you see yourself recognizing that piece is what gets you to the significant money, the millions, the multiple millions and the billions, right? So recognizing for myself that money is spiritual and 
allowing it to be an important part of my spiritual practice, right? You remember the episode that I did on For the Love of Money Is and how I talked about the scripture in 1 Timothy 6 and 10, which says, for the love of money is the root of all evil and they that have coveted after have erred from the faith and that has caused them sorrow. For the love of money is translated into English and misinterpreted. The word is avarice, which means extreme greed. So what the scripture actually says is extreme greed is the root of all evil. For they who have coveted after extreme greed have erred from the faith because you can't be greedy and in faith at the same time. And that is what has caused them sorrow, right? And recognize it even in verse 17 of the same verse, the same chapter, God gives us the recipe of what we do when we are wealthy, when we have money. Because Timothy being a new leader in the church, Paul directing him because his constituents, his whatever they're called, parishioners, whatever they're called, they were wealthy people. And he says, when you have wealth, don't be arrogant or high-minded. Do good deeds and remember the source of your wealth. That's why money is spiritual before it's significant, right? When I think about the parable of the talents, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm gonna do a whole podcast episode on that. So stay tuned. It will probably be next season because we're coming to the end of season four and we're going to run some rewinds of our favorite episodes for the rest of the year. Number three, to thine own self be true. Listen, you don't owe anybody else anything, any explanation. You owe yourself the sincerity, the truth, and the significance of who you are and living that every single day. And that has been one of the guideposts of my own journey over the last 48 years is just recognizing that I don't owe anybody anything. And at the point in which I recognized that I don't have to apologize, I, mean, I shouldn't be rude, right? I shouldn't be a cantankerous spirit and I do my best not to be. I've gotten way better at how I communicate with people and and how to, how I talk to people. And I'm extremely passionate, not but, because that would cancel out what I said. Black Friday is almost here and you're probably wondering what are we doing in order to help you to make, move, and leave millions? Well, we're opening up registration for Move to Millions Live, our annual live event experience for million-dollar CEOs and million-dollar CEOs in the making. When you get your ticket on Black Friday, you get the best deals and bonuses to join us for the experience that is designed to help you to live what's in our new book, Move to Millions, out live and in community. Go now to movetomillionsevent.com to learn all about our specials for Black Friday, and I'll see you in May. I've recognized that at the end of the day, I have to do what's best for Darnell Antoinette. And so I do. So to thine own self be true. Number four, self-care is the second most important business growth strategy. Surrender is the first, self-care is the second. And when I say self-care, I'm not just talking about getting a mani and a pedi, a massage and a facial. Those are important. I'm talking about mental health. I'm talking about prioritizing your physical health. I'm talking about seeing a therapist or having support to help you navigate some of the things so that you have a safe space where you can let your guard down and be vulnerable and transparent and get it out. Because unforgiveness and resentment, they are a breeding ground for disease in your body. And so having a space to get that out, maybe it's your journal, but hopefully you also have 
a person, a professional who can help you when you are just navigating life, right? Self-care is so important. Number five, I make it my business, especially as the CEO of a multi-million dollar company that has its own challenges and demands. I make it my business to find reasons to laugh every single day, every single day. The Bible says laughter is as good as medicine. So laugh every day. If you've ever heard me speak, then you know I fancy myself a comedian. I think that I am so funny. Now, not purposely funny, like not writing a set, but just in who I be, because I make laughter such an important part of my journey, it comes out as I'm on stage, as I'm speaking. Number six, this one has become increasingly important for me as I continue to become more wise and add years to my living. Move your body, find reasons to move your body. Let me tell you why moving your body is so good. First of all, it keeps you in alignment. Running down the center of your body, your being, are the seven chakras. These are the computer systems in your body that determine your level of alignment. When you are in alignment, things flow through you. Just like money is a currency, energy is a currency, and it will flow through you. Moving your body is what helps to keep you in alignment. It's the fastest way to shift your alignment. I, When I'm feeling off, especially when it's cold outside and I cannot go and ground myself in the earth, I will turn on some music and I will move and I will shake myself out of whatever it was that was keeping me from recognizing the significance of who I be. So move your body. And then number seven, find your people, find your community so that you have a safe, significant space where you can be vulnerable and transparent and not judged so that you can continue to ascend to your next level. Those are my seven that as I reflect on your 48 have been the guiding posts for my life. If I were to add eight, maybe I'll add eight because eight is new beginnings and I turn 48, then I would say there's nothing, nothing better than love. Love of self, love of others, love of your gift, love of your work, love of the space that you occupy. Make sure that you have a place that inspires you in your home, your office, if that's the only place that's yours. But make sure that you have something that really, it feeds you. It gives you access to what you need in any given time so that when you inhabit that space, you return to the significance of who you be. Thank you for sharing this birthday episode with me and allowing me to share with you what I do as I welcome in another birthday. What do you do to welcome in a birthday? So do me a favor, take a, a selfie or screenshot of however you listen to this episode, tag me in a story on Instagram and share with me how you bring in your birthday. Leave me a rating or a review on this episode or a comment on the posts at movetomillionspodcast.com that will have this episode telling me why and how you bring in your birthday. I'm curious to know. I love being born a week before Thanksgiving because gratitude is my life. And so to be able to go right from my new season and celebrating the significance of my life to expressing my gratitude with the world is pretty powerful. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for sharing my birthday with me. 
I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Move to Millions podcast. If this episode has impacted you in any way, would you please take a moment and rate and review? Doing so helps us to deepen our impact and expand our reach around the world. And if you are ready to start your very own Move to Millions, I highly recommend that you order your very own copy of my brand new best-selling book, Move to Millions, the proven framework to become a million-dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind. You can get your copy and our bonuses today at movetomillionsbook.com. Until next time, remember, millions are your birthright, and to access them, you need only move. I'll see you next time.